of paid leave in our country, which I'll outline in detail, there are also major financial implications to taking leave. One woman wanted to take the full time she was afforded under the Family and Medical Leave Act, 12 weeks, but was eligible for only six weeks of paid leave. So she took the other six weeks unpaid. Your financial life stops, she said, for almost 50 days. After trying for seven years to have a baby, it never occurred to me to think about what would happen when I did. A nonprofit CEO, New York City. For other women, the fear took a more ominous tone. They feared they'd fooled everyone into believing they were valuable. If they left, what would happen if no one missed them? Would it finally become clear to their colleagues that they weren't really contributing? This is a classic example of imposter syndrome wherein one feels incompetent or unqualified and on the verge of being exposed as such. In The Secret Thoughts of Successful Women, Why Capable People Suffer from the Imposter Syndrome and How to Thrive in Spite of It, Dr. Valerie Young profiles countless household names who have feared their frauds, including Maya Angelou, Tina Fey, and Meryl Streep. Sheryl Sandberg also discusses it in Lean In, Imposter syndrome is painfully common in women. And then there are the women who truly believe, and in many cases rightfully so, that their companies couldn't operate without them. Not working meant that whatever they'd been doing would come to a screeching halt. The most talked about instance of this was Marissa Mayer's highly publicized two-week maternity leave, which was scheduled to happen just a few months after she'd been named CEO of Yahoo. I remember that news cycle as a whirlwind of contradictions, with comments like, it's groundbreaking that a pregnant woman has been named CEO of a public company, being countered by, it's destructive of her to be suggesting women don't need to recover after childbirth. During my first pregnancy, I felt I'd be leaving my company and career in the lurch, so I declared I'd take minimal leave. At the time, I was a sole operator in a commission-based business development role, which meant if I didn't do something, it didn't get done. I landed on that six weeks estimate by interrogating a woman who'd just had her third baby. She told me, very bluntly, that it wasn't an option for her to take time off. I'd lose my clients. They expect to hear from me, not an assistant. She hired a baby nurse and worked from home. The second time around, I was running a startup, and I took a different approach. Soon after I shared that I was pregnant, I started moving things off my plate and onto others. First, I created an extensive document of my responsibilities, which is a good exercise for anyone, pregnant or not. I prioritized the responsibilities and identified a new owner for many of them. I then shared this document on the cloud with the team so everyone could see who was handling what. This process also shored up their confidence that we could hold things together without my being involved in the day-to-day -day operations. But the most empowering and unexpected benefit of this planning was that a lot of things didn't get a new owner. They just didn't get done. The exercise was enlightening, forcing me to identify what I spent time on that wasn't mission critical. Sending a monthly email update to investors? A good idea, certainly, but they'd be fine with quarterly updates. Leading content syndication deals with partner sites? While that could be a game changer if I pulled it off, it was also a huge long shot.
and I couldn't afford to invest my time in long shots. Other women echoed how illuminating it was to just stop doing part of their job and discover there were limited consequences. One referred to the startling revelation that parts of her job could get iced for three months if they had to be. Of course, this kind of streamlining becomes second nature once you're juggling your work life and your kids. But it's a powerful thing to act on while pregnant because it gives you a preview of your office during your absence. One woman started working from home two days a week during her pregnancy, essentially running a maternity drill for her team. I wanted them to get some practice at not having me around while I could still keep an eye on things. Similarly, taking stock of the non-essentials and putting them on the back burner before you take leave gives you a chance to assess whether or not the company can operate without them. Another thing to consider, whether you'll want or need to take some...